0: Hey everybody, I'm Amy Barron, and this is Upskilled, Solutions in the Learning Universe, where I talk with professionals in education and workforce development about practices and perspectives that catalyze positive change. And we're here today with Katie Nielsen. Katie is the founder and chief education officer of Voxy NGEN, a public benefit corporation that helps new Americans get access to meaningful and effective language training so they can get better jobs and educational opportunities. As the chief education officer at Voxy Inc, Katie designed and patented an award-winning language learning platform that's been used by over 4 million people around the world. She has a PhD in Second Language Acquisition, and currently she lectures and writes about all things related to language learning and education technology. And we are so happy to have you here today, Katie Nielsen. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Great. So I thought we should uh, start off with you telling us a little bit about your latest initiative, your latest endeavor, which is NGEN. And um, if you can talk to us a little about about your mission with NGEN, maybe some of the history with how the company came about and, and your own personal involvement,
1: that would be wonderful. Sure. So um, let me go way back. I started teaching Mexican migrant workers on an apple orchard when I was 20 years old. And that's when I realized I really didn't know what I was doing. And I definitely shouldn't have been the person assigned to teach them and that as a country, we have a problem with how we help immigrants and refugees get access to language instruction. So fast forward many years, and about two years ago, I got a strategic investment from a family office that really wanted to help new Americans get access to meaningful English training. So I was very lucky to be able to found and incubate Voxy Engine inside of Voxy. Um, And at the time it was called our New Americans Initiative. And our goal was to remove English as a barrier for the 96% of English language learners here in the US who just don't have access to instruction. So we have many, many immigrants and refugees here who are working many times, two jobs, three jobs, and just don't have access to the English classes that would let them get the skills they need to improve their careers, to be able to talk to their children's teachers, to be able to understand what happens when they go to the doctor's office and they get directions for a prescription. So I founded Voxy Engine to help create pathways for new Americans to access the types of training programs that will help them improve their economic outcomes and those of their children. And we're talking
0: about people who um, have always, in my experience in the language learning market, they've always been very difficult to reach and very difficult to sort of get your arms around because of what you just said, the fact that they are mostly you know, adult learners, they're in job, full-time jobs, sometimes several.
1: Yeah, they, several. they often have barriers to attending classes You know, they have childcare issues. They have jobs that they have to work at all times on weird schedules. They have transportation issues. At various times in my career, I've been able to work directly with them. I taught ESL at a community college for several years. I volunteered teaching English. And and I would always be amazed at my students who would come to class after working 14 hours doing manual labor and then sit there because they wanted to get English skills so they could talk to their bosses, so they could help their kids with their homework. it's difficult to get your arms around this population, but not because they don't want to take English classes. It's because they just can't access them. It's funny, even in a place like New York City, uh, Queens Public Library, when they open up their ESL classes every three or four months, they have a wait list five people deep for the spaces that exist in those classes. So not only is there a problem of getting learners to be able to attend class, There aren't enough seats in the classes that do exist. It's a a huge problem. And and there's been a national focus on reskilling and upskilling, the future of work, apprenticeship programs, getting people into the jobs of the future. But we almost always leave immigrants and refugees out of those conversations. We don't think about people who just don't have the English skills they need to succeed in career training programs, or we generally don't. There are a few very forward-thinking programs that are starting to do that.
0: Yeah, and when you and I talked before this, you gave me an amazing statistic about baby boomers leaving the workforce uh, and who's replacing them. So So talk to us a little about the this market in general, ESL instruction in the US and some of the the, the barriers, the funding models and and things
1: like that. So so that's true. By 2024, 97% of net workforce growth is going to be immigrants and their children. So baby boomers are retiring. They're all going to be out of the workforce or working their way out of the workforce. And we have to help people get the English skills they need to take over these jobs. Um, When I think about employers and English instruction, this is almost what we're doing is solving two problems at once. So employers will talk about talent pipeline shortages or the inability to recruit people to fill jobs they have. And at the same time, they often have a big pool of incumbent workers who are in low-wage jobs with little room for economic mobility just because they don't have English skills. So to, to make that clear, you'll have somebody where the custodial staff has been there for 10 years, 15 years, and they never get promoted because they don't have the English skills to get promoted. That same company will also be looking for people to take jobs as forklift operators or people who will work in um, sort of supervisory roles, and they're looking outside to hire for those roles because they can't promote their staff. By helping employers with a tool that lets them help their frontline workers and their uh, low-wage workers get access to English instruction, we're helping with two problems. They can promote employees that they want to keep employed, and they can help them at the same time with the English they need for integration. So, in the spirit of the the title of my podcast being upskilled,
0: uh, we're talking about an upskilling uh, in in language skills, but we're also talking about providing a great advantage to employers because they it's going to enable employers to upskill their workforce. Right? Exactly,
1: and, and you know this as well as I do as an expert in language learning. Learning a language is learning a skill, and we don't learn it the same way we learn other content areas. You learn language because you want to use it to do something else. And as a country, we could do a whole separate podcast on all the problems with language education in the United States. But... But to summarize it, what we know we need to do is integrate it with other things. We need to integrate education and training and integrate language learning with skills-based training so we can help people get the English they need for XYZ career, the English you need to work in allied healthcare, or the English you need to be a forklift operator. It doesn't work when you put them all into a one-size-fits-all ESOL class and teach them the words for apple and banana and book and airplane. Right. Right.
0: Absolutely. So how is NGEN's approach different? What, what does NGEN do or Voxie Engine that other programs out there
1: aren't doing? So when I built the platform that we use at Voxie Engine, my idea was to take everything we know about how language learning works and use technology to do it at scale, So we know it's learning a skill. We know that people learn better when they like the content they're learning from and when they see right away that it's helping them and when it's tailored to their proficiency level and their interests. So the platform that we use does all that. We automatically assess learners' proficiency levels. We give them content that's relevant to their needs, that's interesting to them, that gives them the vocabulary and the structures they need to use right away. And we track everything they do so that we can reach out when they need help. We can automatically adapt to the difficulty of the activities. We can help push them so that they're getting the right language at the right time for their right proficiency level. And this approach is completely different than one that starts with, this is a a linguistic syllabus that we're going to follow. And we're going to teach everybody how to use the present tense because that's what we do in the first month of this class. We throw all that out and we start with what do you need to do your job in English? Let's teach you that English. Right. Right.
0: Which is so important because we know relevance and, the ability to apply what you're learning to your actual life is, is what really increases efficacy.
1: And Exactly. So, yeah. And learning a language is really hard. It's one of the hardest things that we ask adult humans to do. It's very easy for children to learn their first languages. And it's much, much, much more difficult to learn another one. So we're asking people who don't have a lot of free time, who have many demands on the time that they do have to do something that's really hard we owe it to them to make it as efficient and effective as possible and to let it be accessible so that they can take it with them and do it on their mobile device and go into a class that's offered 24/7 we have live classes that meet around the clock so learners can go into a small group class with other learners at their proficiency level and practice using the language right then yeah right point of use
0: so um, you talked about mobile. How How is NGEN's technology, uh, how has that been enabling your success? What, what are the technology
1: pieces? So as far as technology goes, it's completely cloud-based, which means learners can do their work anywhere from a laptop or a desktop or someone else's laptop or a public computer in a library when we aren't having a global pandemic and people can go to libraries. There are native apps for iOS and Android, so they can download an app. They can also download lessons into the app and do them offline when they don't have access to Wi-Fi, which is often a barrier for um, immigrants and refugees. And the fact that the technology is mobile and that it's available offline really drives engagement. We also track everything learners do. I'm working on a big project right now where we are enrolling lots and lots of learners who want to change their careers and get careers in allied healthcare. And so they're enrolling in the platform, but many of them have questions about, they've been out of, some of them have very low levels of formal education. Some have been out of school and out of training context for a long time. So we are tracking everything they do and sending uh, text messages to them to figure out what kind of help they need, automating how we send them to that help, offering webinars so that we can go through and answer their questions in real time. And the combination of Technology that adapts in real time and also lets us monitor where learners need help is really driving engagement. And what are some of the fields
0: you're looking at? at you know, really trying to penetrate with this with this program.
1: So allied healthcare is a big one. It, it was big even before the global pandemic, but it's clear that we're running out of healthcare workers across the country. And it's also clear that communities of care should reflect the people who live in them and that we do a better job offering healthcare when our healthcare providers can speak to the patients they're treating. So helping more and more new Americans get access to healthcare jobs is going to increase the number of bilingual healthcare workers we have, which is just going to make care better. So that's a a big focus for us. Um, Another I would say is thinking about manufacturing, and advanced manufacturing, helping people get into jobs in a manufacturing context that have room for upward mobility, customer service, whether it's phone customer service, customer service in a retail environment, all of those are places where immigrants and refugees will get relegated to the back of the house because they don't have the language skills to communicate with customers. And we know we can really quickly get them those skills and open up opportunities for them. Is it realistic to think that
0: uh, a new arrival, let's say, with very little English can become a customer service representative
1: on the phone? Yes, it is. And it can happen in six months, nine months. One of the things that's wonderful about language learning is that if you do it the right way, it doesn't take that long. As a country, we sort of think learning a language is so hard because most Americans will tell you they took five years of Spanish and they can't say anything and that's because we taught them the wrong things. We taught them to conjugate boot verbs and we taught them to read dialogues about like where Pablo was going to the dance but we didn't tell them how to do anything and we know if you teach people language the right way they learn very quickly new immigrants are in an english rich environment if we can give them a tool that helps them get a little bit of english they'll start using it as they conduct their daily lives and they'll learn more and more so it is totally reasonable to think of people getting into customer facing positions in 6 months 9 months of using a platform like boxy engine right i was
0: going to mention um you know immersion like one of the reasons that you know our us foreign language system is is so deficient is that there is no opportunity, very little opportunity for immersion in the language, and the motivation is really not there because we're so far away from any countries that speak. I mean, we're not in all play, you know parts of the right. U.S., but in many parts. Um, but it's true; these people uh, who would be taking advantage of this program are actually living in a country where the target language is being spoken, so it should. Be a little bit easier. And of course the motivation is
1: there. And it is. And, and, and what's so nice is that I just got a customer uh, survey back and, I, and these are rough numbers. I haven't finished crunching all the data, but uh, several hundred learners responded. I was sent it up to several thousand and 75% of them said the platform has helped them get a job. It's helped them either get a promotion or get a better job. And it's true because We do have jobs here for people to get, and English is sometimes the only barrier between a new American getting one of those jobs. And so when we can remove that as a barrier, we can really help people change not only their own economic outcomes, but those of their children. That's great, and that leads really into this
0: this question of of what is this platform gonna do for people? And what what are your hopes for how this platform will impact lives and, and the workforce
1: landscape? So because as a country we meet the needs of only 4% of the adult English learners, we need to radically rethink how we reach them. So my hope is that we can enable employers to help upskill their own workers, improving their lives and also improving internally their talent pipelines, but that we can also help people help their children. One of the biggest barriers to new Americans being able to support their own children and getting a better life is their inability to understand what comes home in their backpacks. If they can't read what the teachers want them to do, they can't do the things that every parent wants, which is to make sure that what your kids are telling you they're supposed to do is actually what they're supposed to do and help them when they struggle and encourage them. And so we have so many English as a second language children who have parents who wanna help them, but they can't because they just don't understand. And we put their children in a position of having to translate for their parents. And I would like to help get rid of that. I have a tool that can be delivered at scale that I know works and that is designed to solve that problem. So I will be very happy when we have fewer parents who need to use their children as translators and can instead do what they want to do as parents, which is tell their children to do their homework.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds like that sounds like a great goal, especially now. You know, one less thing for parents to worry about, one less thing for kids to worry about. So. Exactly. Well, great. Well, that has been a very uh, interesting conversation. I hope uh, others found it as interesting as I did. So I would like to thank my guest, Katie Nielsen of Voxy Engine. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening to Upskilled. This episode has been brought to you by Convergent Learning specializing in education technology, product consulting, and market strategy. You can follow me on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Baron one That's A-M-Y-B-A-R-O-N-1. And we'll see you next time on Upskilled. And thank you all for listening to Upskilled. This episode has been brought to you by Convergent Learning, specializing in education technology product consulting and market strategy. You can follow me on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Amy Baron1. That's A-M-Y-B-A-R-O-N-1. And we'll see you next time on Upskill.